0: Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX.
1: We're going to hit about 78 degrees today. Beautiful, cool morning here with Mark and the Interpol. It's time now for some Mark and the
0: Interpol. Fake
1: facts. Yeah, this is where we take fake news, alternative facts, throw in a little BS, and you got some <laughs> fake facts. A little
0: BS? A whole lot. Well, it's Taco Tuesday, so we certainly put a lot of BS on there. All right. A little Chipotle as well. Bingo. Everything you're about to hear is completely fabricated. These are Mark and Yander Paul fake facts. You betcha. Because they
1: wanted their feet to be comfortable while performing at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame ceremonies this weekend, the cars wore vans. Ah!
0: I almost did a Cars one today, too. Cars yeah. couldn't find a ride to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I almost well, went with that one. The Cars demanded a shuttle bus So yeah, right, to the one. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I went with a different way, yeah. though. Legendary late guitar player Stevie Ray Vaughan had a notoriously tough time getting car insurance because nightly he would engage in fender benders.
1: What <laughs> oh, a nice guitar brand reference. You're like welcome. Yes. Yeah, you like that? So there's there's big stuff going on here in the state of Arizona. Ah, is there? Governor Ducey is so upset that teachers are going to vote on whether or not to strike, despite his proposal of giving them a raise. Okay. That he is stepping down as governor to move to Hollywood and pursue a sitcom that he has written called "I Love
0: Ducey." Really? That's where we're going with that. I think it's got potential. Uh, yeah, no, yeah. The guys, guy's got charisma for blowing. Yeah, I think he does, sure. So this weekend was the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony, and I'm sure you've been through an airport here and there, right? Sure. Have you had a chance to check out the uh, in the food court at the airport that fantastic confectionery place that offers sugary, sweet treats with absolutely zero substance whatsoever? No. It's been renamed in honor of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame to A Bon Jovi. Wait
1: a What's the name of the place, really? Aubon Pain, Aubon Pond. That's right. Yeah, the, 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 I've seen the, the those, yeah. yeah it's Pond. like a bakery place Aban, right? yeah. uh, It's all cinnamon rolls, et cetera. Yeah, no, it's
0: sugary sweet subs with no substance. Just like...
1: You got Mark and Neanderthal here. As we, uh, well... We note another celebrity passing. It's been, weird. been quite a few lately. Like last week, Stephen Boschko, the guy who started Hill Street Blues, passed away. And then yesterday, we talked about R. Lee Ermey, the driller instructor from Full Metal Jacket.
0: Now, we don't make a habit of mentioning radio hosts, but there was a guy named Art Bell who also died. That was a guy. He was a wingnut. Para, paranormal. Did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Late night radio stuff across America. If you're a truck driver, you probably listen to his conspiracy theories. He also passed over the weekend. Yes. So, but, you know, it's, it's, there's been a couple of them going. They go in threes usually. At age 65, Harry Anderson passed away remembers Night Court. Night Court was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, it, by the way, this is the theme from Night Court. This was uh, recorded during that time. I'm not sure you remember this. There was a federal law enacted back in the 80s that every theme song for every show had to sound kind of like the Cosby show. Yes. Right?
1: Absolutely. Especially if it was on NBC on right, Thursday yeah. night, which yeah. Night Court was. It actually ran for nine seasons, but you know, Harry Anderson as Judge Harry Stone, he was very funny. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Hello. It's us. <laughs> <laughs> June Wheeler, as I live and breathe, how the heck are
0: you? Couldn't be better, sir. It's always a pleasure to be hauled up before you. And as usual, the accommodations were lovely. And why
1: you don't charge for that strip search, I'll never know.
0: So, by the way, I think it's interesting, you know, keep in mind that uh, Harry Anderson in that movie and that show, TV show, was a New York City yeah. night court, district night judge, and yet he had a redneck family that was regularly called up in front of him. I wonder yeah. how that happens. you know, because you've got a lot of New Yorkers with that accent. That's southern They must have been accent, from southern yeah. New York, the southern district, which is in the news today.
1: It's funny that uh, that show doesn't get a lot of attention, but it ran for nine seasons. Harry Anderson, I don't think, gets the credit for the talent that he was, nor does
0: Marky Post. Post, who know. was Christine Sullivan, the DA? Right now, she was the, the Dick York, Dick Sargent deal. They they had another chick, Ellen uh, Foley. Ellen Foley was yeah. the uh, was the original district attorney. Uh, fun fact about Ellen Foley: sang Paradise for the Dashboard Light by, uh, with Meatloaf. Yes, she did. That's what that was her. That's her big claim to fame. Yeah, she, was, she was also a television actress, though.
1: She was replaced after one season by the fabulous Marky Post. She certainly was Marky Post.
0: What an actress! Said nobody ever. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was fine. She was perfect for that. Was, really, is was, her, her act? Can you give me one of her more memorable acting scenes? Uh, the one where she looked fantastic. Yes, exactly. Which was every single scene. She looked fantastic in every scene. She also was in The Fall Guy with Heather Thomas, which, by the way, she held her own, I would say, even exceeded the lovely and talentless Heather Thomas. Yeah. Harry Stone, a little bit underappreciated. Yeah.
1: Night Court, a little bit underappreciated. Agreed, yeah. Marky Post, vastly uh, yeah. and grotesquely
0: underappreciated. Well, she uh, she had a tough time. I mean, look, look what her peers were. What were her peers at the time? Heather Locklear. Right. Catherine Bach from uh-huh. the Dukes of Hazzard. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Heather, Tom- Heather Thomas from the Fall Guy.
0: Suzanne yep. Somers. Mm-hmm. Great actresses. Every one of them. <laughs>
1: yes, absolutely. <laughs> if the 80s were about anything, it was about acting talent. Yep. If you ask me, just from a strictly guy standpoint, I'm a Marky Post guy all the way. I would
0: agree. Marky Post had that special something, the, the intangible that was there. Yep. It's I a, don't know what it
1: was. It's sad we can't pay tribute to Harry Anderson without making it about Marky Post.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You know what, though? I mean, think about it. I think Harry Anderson himself would say, hey, it was about Marky Post, to be honest with you. Yeah, no. Okay, this good. You know, hmm. it's Mark and Neander here. You were chopping away. Was that Cheez-Its? Cheez-Its yeah, that's one of the, you know. It's one of those things. It's one of those great snack pairings. If you eat Cheez-Its, which are fantastic for breakfast in the morning, uh, why not wash it down with a nice cold uh, can of Pepsi? Because the Pepsi, the bubbles in the Pepsi and stuff, sort of work the Cheez-Its out of the back of your mouth. Sure, so I know. Saves you a trip to the dentist. Is right there. I, I just went to the yeah, dentist that's... on Friday. Oh, did you? I had
1: the uh, you know the cleaning, the preventative cleaning. Right. Uh, oh, the pre- preventative. That sound. The, the back th- of my bottom teeth still feel great. Oh yeah. My everybody. Can't exactly. stay. My tongue can't stay away from him. Um, listen, it's a question about the dental profession.
0: Wait a, minute, wait a minute. What is it? Me or does the does the dentist get no respect whatsoever? I mean, think about that. I mean, you, you, you saw. I remember the movie. Uh, uh, what was the, the Hangover? The, the Hangover movie. Right. Yeah. Take a look. I'm actually a doctor. Yeah. You said that several times last night. But really, you're just a dentist. Yeah. <laughs> dentists, so, dentists. are got like. they I think on the 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 totem pole of medical respect. I mean, you've obviously got brain surgeon, heart surgeon, that kind of thing. You get down to general practitioner and stuff. Then you get dentists. And dentist, I think, is right above chiropractor in terms of respect, and yet we we go to them both. We really need them both yeah. very, very much. I mean, when you got a problem in your mouth, that's bad stuff. Yeah, you don't realize what a tiny little nerve in the back of your teeth. You know, yeah. if you get like a seed or a piece of rice or something stuck back there, you're screwed. Yeah, you know, it's, it's excruciatingly painful. But my question is this:
1: Okay, all right, listen, I'm laying there on Friday, and they're they're cleaning my mouth, and it's like, listen, it's my mouth, and I recognize it's disgusting, right? Yeah, it can't. You know, You got somebody chipping away. They're picking at your gums and everything. Oh, you know your mouth's all dried out. Enjoy your bagel, everyone. Yeah, I mean, why in the world did it take the dental profession so long to start wearing a gloves, right? B masks and C goggles. Uh, Right. I mean, when I was a kid, they were in there bare handed. With nothing on their face. Well, I mean, yeah. And, how and how mask, many
0: times do you have to get splashed? Here's a question. Does the mask, and I pardon the term, mask the smell? Because, like, I don't... I would think I, so. Even when you're flossing your teeth. I mean, just when you're at home flossing and you, you, you get a little pocket there, you're like, ooh, yeah. well, that's disgusting. Exactly. You can't wait to get some Listerine in your mouth. Just think about that. Your dentist spends an hour over your open, gaping <laughs> hole with those vapors like a manhole cover. Our mouths are dumpsters. They're gross. Yeah.
1: They're, the bacteria is just... Disgusting. I just, it, it always amazes me when I think about that. That's, um, the, you know, what
0: the dentist is the medical equivalent of a garbage man. <laughs> I, I I think even proctologists. Not to insult it, but I know what you're talking about. Because they're cleaning out dumpsters. Right. What they're doing. I, I would say that even proctologists are like, well, at least I know what I'm getting. <laughs> I know what I'm getting. Well, when a dentist opens their mouth, it could be anything. You know what I mean? Proctologists are like, all right, I'm dealing. You know, they, yeah. they and you know what, proctologists, you know, they had the glove day one. Yeah, that's they right. They Figured it out. They learned.
1: They were like, <laughs> hey, we're not letting anybody else in on this,
0: especially the dentists. Yeah, I think that the dental thing. I think it became more of a big deal. And and, and forgive me for making this a downer, but I think it became in, it in the with, '80s when the HIV AIDS, thing happened. Yeah. yeah, when HIV became a real issue at AIDS and and you know bodily fluids and all that stuff. I think that's when dentists were like, hey, you know what? It's probably not a good idea to. And let's move on to our next (laughs) punchline. Uh, just, just a thought. Yeah, yeah. A, a
1: thumbs up to all dentists yes. out there. I've been going to the same place for over twenty years. They're great.
0: Now we have uh, we have a dental hygienist that, led that listen. She's incredibly hot. Pam, uh, Pam, and her husband Phil. They're nice people. Pam has no sense of smell. She she's lost, in the right right profession. Yes, yeah, she lost her sense of smell. I think in a car accident. Right. Yeah. We saw her Tuesday night at, the, at the Doobie the lucky Brothers show. One. Thursday. Yeah. She doesn't have to deal with that stuff. Yeah. Pam's like, "Hey, Ed, what do you got? What'd you eat? Uh, uh, some onions and jalapenos, and you know, I, I decided to brush my teeth with broccoli water. <laughs> yeah, and she's okay with it. Yeah, she's all good. Can't smell on any, you anyway. <laughs>
1: KSLX mm-hmm. 809 with mm-hmm. Mark and Neanderthal. Right, all right no I'm ready to show you I'm oh, ready to play right. this for you no you're not um, yes yes I am okay um, so so this was this was like two weeks ago this coming Thursday so a little less than two weeks ago I was telling you that I'm, I'm taking guitar lessons again you know I've been playing for like 40 years but right um, you just you know after the first
0: two I haven't gotten any better in fact I've probably gotten worse because you just don't have time to play and you know I, I took lessons for less than a year in 1979 and my guitar teacher Teacher kicked me out because he said if you're not going to practice, right, you're wasting your time and your right. money. Right. And I have been trying to play guitar ever since. Terribly, I can't do it. So kudos to you for at least trying. Yeah,
1: you know when you get to working and stuff, and you raise a family, you, sure. you get busy
0: with stuff. It's, right. it's hard to hard to make time for that. So I'm trying to make time for it. And then but you realize the time is short, and you're getting older, and you're getting that much closer to death. So you try to recapture past glories.
1: <laughs> right. So so a couple weeks ago, I play. I'm trying to learn specifically slide guitar. Okay, which, yeah, is, always, which is always which
0: always always complete. Completely baffled me. A you know? little, little George Thorogood, that
1: kind of stuff. Dwayne Allman, you right? Know. Sure. I mean, I'll never get there, but no, you will not. No, um, but as long as I can figure out how to do it, then I figure I can kind of fool myself, you know. And so, so we played the one of the things I'm working on is this solo from Tush from ZZ Top. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the end of what I what I know up to. Yeah, okay. You got to go back about twenty
0: seconds or so. There you go. You know that part.
1: This is the part I've been working on. Okay, right here. So no, no, that whole part we just heard.
0: All right, that's the part you've been working on, and this is what it sounded like two weeks ago. (laughs) And this was this was early on in the game. Come on, now. This is two weeks ago. All right, I see what you were trying to do there. Okay. so, I, I, so And I gave you a, a, a pretty big ration of crap for it two weeks ago, and you promised me within two weeks you would be able to improve.
1: Yes, I'd be able to improve. I didn't say I would get the solo down, but I said I would improve. And it sounds like this
0: now? Okay. You're so. no, well, you're no longer playing like Stephen Hawking. I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> I, I, I can give you. I can give you that much right now. Well, it's, uh, it's, yeah, it's better. It's better. It's better. That's I all would, I said. I wouldn't call it, be, I wouldn't call it good. All I said was that it was going to be better. All right, all right. No, it's cool. not good. I understand that. No, trust me. We have audio evidence of it not being good. We're all in agreement on this. Then. Right, yes, It's yes. not like
1: politics. No. No, this all is right.
0: one thing I think we can universally agree on. <laughs> of all the things that divide us, this one unites us right here. Mark is not good. Well, but he's not as bad as he was 2 weeks right, ago. Right, right. So yeah, I'm moving along. All right. So here's what we're going to do. I'm thinking What? I think you, Okay, you want me to bring more in like 2 weeks? I or? want yeah, bring me I want you to get better in 2 weeks, but I, I want this. I want if if you've got a riff that you think Mark should be able to play because you said you've been playing for forty years. You should be able to play something without having yeah. to go take a lesson, right? Be like yeah, like regular guitar without slide, you All know, right. without the slide. All right. So here's the deal: Neanderthal at kslx.com. Email a riff, like a, a well-known riff, not you know, like Smoke in the Water, something like that. I don't care. Email me any riff you want. Okay. And then do me a favor: call your guitar teacher this afternoon. Tell him we want him in on Friday morning. I want you. and We're going to just basically we're going to basically play. <laughs> we're going to play Russian Roulette guitar style. Oh god. I'm going to throw you some riffs that you after four. Forty years of playing should be able to play, no problem, without a lesson. Listen, I've been working that whole time. I understand. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I haven't played that. You, you know. work four hours a day. What else do you do in your oh, time? That, we, right, we right, do? Yes, okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Love that one. Neander Paul at KSLX.com. Send me whatever riffs you've got that you think Mark should be able to play. And I don't want to hear, you know, <laughs> Beethoven's sonata number nine. I mean, just give us something that Mark should be able to play, and then uh, tell your guitar teacher to come in Friday morning so that we can hear how it's supposed to be played. We'll okay. have you try to All play right. it, and then we'll have you guitar teacher say exactly. And then if we have to have him show you how to play it, and then see after if he shows you how to play it, if you can actually do it. So
1: do I get to look at these riffs first? Do no. I get to figure out what I'm playing? Or? No. Well,
0: these will be classic rock riffs. they are going to spring be, I mean, them on me on Friday. They're going to be songs that you should know how to play. I mean, there are only 12 notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know, but they go in so many different directions. Right.
0: So we'll, we'll figure it out. And, and at so and many different speeds. This is what you decided to do. You want to play guitar, we're going to put <laughs> you under the gun. Do you know how many musicians in the Valley right now are like, Jesus, I wish I could get my music played on KSLX. <laughs> We're going to have you play other people's music poorly Friday morning. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Neanderpaul at KSLX.com. This is what you stepped in, Mark. Good luck. (laughs) Mark and (laughs) Neanderpaul. It's Mark and in the Paul. Who do we have here? My name's Joe. Hi, Joe, Joe
1: we're going to do timeout for Spanish. So here's the deal. We have Jimmy Buffett tickets up for grabs. Before you can even buy them, we will give you a Spanish language phrase and then three English choices to translate from. This is a big prize. You're on the main stage now, Joe. Are you ready? I am ready. All right, Joe, here is your Spanish phrase. Diga lo que quiera acerca de las personas sordas. Did you hear that? Let's try that one more time. Okay, then. Diga lo que quiera acerca de las personas sordas.
0: All right, does that translate into A, I'll have what she's having. B, Tuesday's Gone with the Wind. Or C, say what you want about deaf people. Which one is it? I'd, I'd
1: say
0: C. Yes, sí. yes, C. There you go. Congratulations, well done. You are going to see Jimmy Buffett before anybody else could even get tickets. Um, great, We'd like to apologize for that. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you want to go, Joe. Are you a Parrothead? Not really. I've seen him maybe twice in my life. Do you okay. own a gaudy colored Hawaiian shirt? I I just got back from Hawaii, so yes, I do. Excellent. So you can wear that shirt in a place where you will not be mocked and ridiculed. You got it. Although Thanks. you should be. <laughs> I got it. Hang on the line. We'll take all your information. Congratulations. You know what they call
1: those uh, Hawaiian shirts in Hawaii? I'm sorry? You know what they call Hawaiian shirts in Hawaii? No.
0: Shirts. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Makes complete sense. A... Time out for Spanish. Yeah.
1: Paul, well, we're going to talk to uh, Desiree Linden. We don't have a lot of guests on the show, but this is kind of momentous because she yesterday won the Boston Marathon, the first woman or the first American woman to win in over three decades. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's a it's an amazing accomplishment. Um, and she's got the Arizona tie. Right. Now, I, I lived in Boston. I grew up in Boston. That's where I'm from. Um, the Boston Marathon is is a pretty amazing athletic endeavor. It's Twenty six point two miles. Oh, right? yeah. Starts in the suburbs of Boston. They run through, like, you know, it's called Metro West. They run from the western, you know, middle part of the state, 26 miles into downtown Boston. It ends in Copley Square, and it goes through a couple of different towns, and it's got a, a place called Heartbreak Hill. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, so for Desiree Linden to win this thing is pretty amazing It as
1: really well. is. You know, she she was a long-distance runner at ASU, and like I said, it's always an Ethiopian, a Kenyan, somebody right. from a different country. But the United States of America was represented for the first time in over three decades on the woman's side yesterday. yeah.
0: So we're proud to welcome the 2018 champion of the Boston Marathon, former ASU Sun Devil, Desiree Linden. So, Desiree, how are you feeling? <laughs> All right, well, while you're grabbing your breath there, I just want to say it's an amazing accomplishment to be able to run 26.2 miles in the time that you did. You brought a lot of honor to both the United States and the Valley. We're really proud yeah. of you. Really you proud you of you. Yeah, how do you feel?
1: Oh, God. God. <laughs> Desiree, did you feel like while you were running, did you feel like you really had a good shot at this? Because you laid back for a while, then you made your 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 real kick late in the race. <laughs>
0: One of the big things about this race, about the Boston Marathon, and what makes it so grueling, is there's an area in uh, Chestnut Hill called uh, Heartbreak Hill, where basically you run up and then you get to a plateau, then you run up, you get to a plateau. I mean, it had to be really discouraging when you got to like that third or fourth plateau. Can you give us an idea of what that feels like to be running uphill like that for a couple hours? <laughs>
1: That sounds, yeah, exactly, that sounds exactly what it would sound like, uh-huh, yeah, I yeah. feel like. So, Desiree, again, th- thank you so much for joining us. This was enlightening, and we're really, really proud of you on behalf of not
0: only ASU, but the USA. Yep, well done. Congratulations. There you go. There's Desiree, winner of the Boston Marathon. Couldn't be more proud. Mark and Neanderthal. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar,